Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Beer and Money. My name is Brian Burklow. I am without my co-host today, Alex Collins. He is out of town, and so you just get me. So I'll apologize up front. Uh, for those of you who are new, appreciate your, ch- your timing in here. Th- this podcast is all about talking about money uh, in the standpoint of like learning and getting better with it so that we can forget about stressing about money and have a plan of attack and being able to spend time with our family and live the lifestyle that we want and maybe just maybe be able to leave a legacy. And we wanted to do that by making this conversational, right? So Alex and I enjoy a a beverage or two. And so uh, specifically we're in the Pacific Northwest. So we love beers. And so uh, today's episode, we're drinking a Red Hook. Uh, it's called Tropical Big Ballard Juicy IPA. Uh, as you can see by the can, it has a little palm tree on it. it. I bought it because, you know, for those of you who have been listening, you know that I enjoy my Hawaii time and this kind of uh, caught my eye from that standpoint. And so I bought it. Um, it is, it's truly a juicy aspect, right? Like it's, it has orange, pineapple, starfruit, and coconut in it. And so for today's episode, that's what I'm drinking. It's got a 7.2 alcohol percentage. We always do a bottle cap rating. You know, I've had a couple sips of this already. It's an okay IPA. It's a little bit too sweet for my taste. Um, it smells really good though. It definitely smells like the tropics. So um, if I'm giving this a bottle cap rating out of 10, I'm going to give it a five. Uh, it's just not my favorite IPA. I tend to like a little bit more bitter, a uh, little bit more a hoppier IPA for my taste. Topic today, we're talking about what system or how to create a system to capture money for the for specific attentions, right? Like how many times do we have money coming in the door and we look at the end of the month and we're like, where did all the money go? And the more money you make, more cash flow planning or specific intention with your money you have to have. Like when you're only making 30 grand a year, like you don't have to really worry about budgeting because frankly, the 30 grand coming in the year, you're trying to, you're, the money's already spoken for, right? Your rent, everything that's there. But when you're bringing in three, four, 500,000 or more per year, it, it's not an issue of money coming in the door. It's okay. How much of that can I keep and put on the balance sheet and where should it be going with intention? So today's episode, we're going to talk about a system that we help our clients create to make sure that that money is captured and captured with the right intentions. I'm about to share my screen here. So for those of you listening in the car, I'll try to explain this uh, as audioly as I, as I can. Is that even a word? Audioly? Uh, as clearly as I can with the details that you want. Make sure you check out our YouTube page because as I said, I'm sharing the screen. So you might get uh, a little bit more out of seeing the visual side of this as well. So here, here's the typical American and really kind of typical client that uh, that we can kind of see out there, right? So I'm, I'm using lower numbers here. Let's just say the income coming in the door is $200,000 a year, Right. What the typical person's doing is the money comes in the door, in this case, $200,000, and it all enters the household checking, right? All of that goes into the household checking. And then we live our life and then we've got expenses and bills and taxes to pay. And then whatever's left over, we might save. And the key word there is might, because we don't really have a plan. So how many, some months we probably do have some sort of savings and other months we, we've just 
we don't even know where it all went. The 401k solves some of this because the reason the 401k is so successful is the money never enters your household checking account, right? It comes directly out of your paycheck. So if you're wanting to deposit money into your paycheck, you sign this form when you get hired on, right? And you say what percentage or what, what income number, I'm sorry, what deposit number you want to put into your 401k, and it comes directly out of your paycheck. And to take that a step further, as our income goes up, also the plan itself, like let's just say you chose to put 4% of your income into your 401k, the plan itself might have a, pl- a, a uptick, meaning like next year it automatically goes to 5%. And so every year it's going up by a percent. That helps keep with the savings. And this is why 401ks are so gra- great because it's an automatic. You don't think about it. That way the money's entering your household checking. It doesn't matter. You've already put money in your 401k. Well, you can only put $22,000 into your 401k, right? And sometimes you want to be putting money elsewhere for other purposes. Maybe you want to buy real estate. Maybe we want to have not all of our money tied up in uh, retirement type plans. Maybe we just need to set up an emergency fund. So I'm going to kind of mess with this. So let's just say we have the capacity of saving 30%. And let's just say we want to keep putting the $10,000, the fifty. dollars Ten thousand dollars into the um, into the four hundred one k, right? So when you continue doing ten thousand dollars, but then we want to we have other we would have other avenues that we want to save. We just want to maybe put some amount of money in the savings accounts. So maybe we want ten thousand dollars going there, and then we've got investments. You know, maybe this is real estate. Maybe we want ten thousand dollars going there. What we cre- can create is some version of the 401k. It becomes a barrier of rather than the money entering your household checking account right away, it actually goes into what we call a wealth building account. So here's what I want you to, for those listening, you got a $200,000 coming in the door, right? And you've got an automatic where $10,000 is going to your 401k directly from your paycheck. We've all, then you've also set up another account. We're calling it a wealth building account where we're now putting an additional $20,000 into that account to build either an emergency fund or an investment in real estate. So another $20,000 going into the wealth building account that goes directly there. Then what's ever left over will then go into your household checking and everything is as the same, Right. Think about what that would do. Think about if you just set this up and maybe even put a percentage on it, just like you could on your 401k, think about the amount of money that you might be able to save and not even realize it. Like like a personal example, my, my wife and I, we've set something like this up ourselves and it's an automatic type of plan where it's automatically building the wealth and we're still living our lifestyle. And we actually, we're actually putting more money in this wealth building account that we ever have. And it's not even affecting our lifestyle because the fact of the matter is, is we were spending money and we just didn't know where it was going. And then all of a sudden when we had intentions for what we actually cared about, it changed everything, right? Well, why would you want an emergency fund? Do you actually care about it? Well, you know, how many, how many people were putting a bunch of money in their 401k, didn't have an emergency fund, something occurred, and now they have to take a loan from their 401k. 
How did that make you feel emotionally? How did it make you feel from a stress standpoint? Right? Maybe we're wanting to buy rental properties, but we don't set up a plan to actually save the money to be able to do so. Right? We can set this style of an account up and not have to worry about where it's coming from because it's an automatic, just like your 401k contributions. That's the purpose of this wealth building account. It changes everything, right? We've all heard the pay yourself first. Like that's how you should take your income is pay yourself first and then go spend the money. Yet none of us, or many of us, I shouldn't say none of us, many of us have not set ourselves up to do so. This makes you do it. And it's really fun to sit down and design how much we want to put into this. And it's even more fun when six months down the line, you log into your wealth building account and you see how much money is sitting there and you didn't even know it and your lifestyle didn't change. Common question we get with this wealth building account is, okay, Ryan, I understand what you're saying. What is a wealth building account? Like what kind of an account is that? Nothing too, nothing too crazy here. It's literally just another checking account, but another checking account that is outside of your normal household checking account institution. All right. So if you currently bank at Bank of America, where your current deposits from your paycheck goes into Bank of America, I would not open up another checking account, call it your wealth building account at Bank of America. And the reason I suggest you don't do that is really similar to your 401k. The reason your 401k does well and you don't take from your 401k by accident is it's out of sight, out of mind. It comes directly out of your paycheck. It's out of sight. You probably, it because it's out of sight and you have to go to a different institution to log in, that money doesn't feel accessible to you. So open up another checking account at another bank. Tell your employer to deposit directly into that account. So if you wanted to put in this instance another $20,000 into this wealth building account, comes directly out of your paycheck. That way you don't have to think about it. Then the rest of it can enter your household checking. Life is as normal as it has been. And because this is at a different institution, again, it should hopefully feel like this account is not as accessible, which allows this account to grow. The purpose of the wealth building account, we named it this on purpose, is to buy assets. It is not to go on vacations. It is not to go buy a car, right? It is to buy assets. So imagine having an account set aside where it's accessible to purchase other assets, right? That asset might be, Ryan, I'm sick of working for my current company. I want to start my own company. So imagine having this money set aside. You've got $100,000 sitting there and you're like, you know what? Time is now. I'm going to go start my 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 company for myself. And that money sitting there, you take that $100,000 and you can set up your own company. Or the traditional way, maybe you want to buy real estate, right? Building other investment strategies, other investments. It's another account to build wealth purposefully, which is the whole reason that you would set this up. Question of the day. What is your current system? in terms of how you're saving money. Is everything coming into your household checking account 
And then maybe you've got some sort of systematized plan where it's going into several other accounts, which is great. Or maybe you don't have that system at all. The next question, I know we, only, we normally only do one question for question days, but I got a second question that just popped in my head. If you have a system, I'd have you question this. How often are you updating that system? Like if you got a $20,000 pay raise next year, does it automatically save the additional money that you want to save? Or maybe you're spending some of that money and just not realizing it, right? Some of that lifestyle creep. This style wealth building account could solve that possibly as well for you. Head over to beerandmoney.net and there's a spot for you to answer that question of the day. Uh, that is the, the contact us at the top where you can answer that question. Or if you have questions from this, maybe I didn't explain this uh, very thoroughly and you have a specific question about this, reach out to us and we can answer that. I'll respond to you there. Look, we started this podcast to help you think differently about your money so that you cannot stress about it so that you can spend time with your family, spend time with your children, go on vacations, right? Maybe even, you know, bigger picture, build your best life. I think it's hard to build your best life when we're worried about like, are we on track for money? I'm wondering what's going on here. Like when money's our top of mind, it's hard to do that. So this podcast was hopefully helping you think differently about that so you can build your best life. If you got any value out of this, share it with your friends, share it with your coworkers. Again, if, and I say this at the, almost, at the end of almost every episode, if you got value out of this, my, my guess is your friends or coworkers might as well. So share it with them. As always, I hope this episode was valuable for you. Cheers. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities Guardian or Quantified Financial Partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax legal or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. This material is intended for general public use. By providing this content, Park Avenue Securities LLC is not undertaking to provide investment advice or a recommendation for any specific individual or situation or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. Please contact a representative for guidance and information that is specific to your individual situation. Ryan and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ 200 Market Street, Suite 1850, Portland, Oregon 97201. Phone number 503-221-1226. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities member FINRA SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Ryan Burklow, AR Insurance License Number 1531912, CA Insurance License Number 0K24924, 
Alexander Collins AR Insurance License Number 7264699, CA Insurance License Number 0H24806. Pinpoint Number 2023 156556, Expiration May 2025.